on the banks of the Great River, high above the Allure Gorge. This is the Buzzer Podcast. Indie music, new releases, industry insiders, out-of-the-box conversations with guests from the true north, from the west coast to the east coast, to across the pond, and from down under. And now, here is Shay. Hey, y'all. I am Shay. This is the Buzzer Podcast. Welcome and enjoy episode 63. First music history for July 19th. In 1987, Bruce Springsteen played his first ever show behind the Iron Curtain. He appeared in East Berlin in front of 180,000 people. The show was broadcast on East German TV. Our guest today is independent artist Jesse Grossi out of Los Angeles, United States. I love his music, Californian groove, inspired melodies with a rock reggae, ska punk, and indie rock influence. Enjoy the show. Hey, Jesse, how are you today? Thank you for signing in. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, great to finally connect. Uh, You've been busy uh, working on a, a, a production team. In L.A., are Correct. you not? Yeah. yeah. We're out here in Costa Mesa today, and uh, I guess it's like Orange County area, and uh, doing a Sonic commercial for, for uh, all you folks that love Sonic, the restaurant. Yeah, so a little fast food commercial. Well, that's cool. That's cool. So you're in the entertainment business and music business. Exactly, yeah. That's really neat. That's really neat. So you've released four solo albums uh, prior uh, to this, so and you've been around quite a while playing guitar since 19. Um, I also read that you had bands in LA and in Argentina. Correct, yeah. Uh, so are you from Argentina? My dad's from Argentina, and uh, my grandma moved back about 15 years ago. She was living in Napa, California, and she moved back about 15 years ago, and um, I started just going down to visit her and fell in love with the country and the community. And then I ended up kind of joining a group of guys and started a band together. So yeah, it was pretty awesome. And then uh, I had a band. Our last show was March 13th, 2020. So unfortunately uh, we have been back on stage since. Um, But yeah, so I uh, just kind of waiting around and just trying to release uh, new songs online. Yeah, they're very good. Very good. Love them. Appreciate Definitely appreciate it. So the music you made in the past, was it uh, still the rock indie uh, with the ska influence from reggae influence? Yeah, for the most part. And those first two albums that I did, I think were like 2007 and then I did one in 2008. So it definitely, uh, it was very similar to how the, the new stuff sounds now. Um, it just was maybe a little less production quality and value. So, uh, you know, I just didn't have the the funds or the available uh, technology at the time to to make them sound as good as they do now. So, um, you know, but yeah, pretty much that same California groove, you know, beach music. So, yeah, it definitely takes you there when you hear your music. To be honest with you, uh, rock inspired with the ska in it is my favorite music. I love that. Yeah, I've definitely been a big fan ever since Sublime, you know, did it. I just I've always loved that reggae rock ska 
with the little punk edge to it, you know, it's, uh, I, I love it too. Yeah. So tell us a bit about your background and how it led you to become a musician. Uh, so yeah, I grew up in a small mountain town up in uh, Northern California called Weed, California. Uh, my dad's been a musician my whole life. So, you know, he's always been playing guitar and, and singing and stuff. And he had a little studio mm-hmm. um, and uh, growing up. So I didn't really start playing and, and get serious until I was about 19. I was kind of a late bloomer. But uh, yeah, once I kind of found my groove, it just... Uh, I just, I fell in love with it and I, I haven't really stopped. I did have some ups and downs, but uh, yeah. So I grew up in a small little mountain town in Weed, uh, 3,000 yeah. people. Um, 3,000. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh, one of those places where it's, you got to get out once you, you know, once you grow, you got to get out and start finding more opportunity. And obviously the venues in Los Angeles, there's, they're everywhere. So it just felt like the right time and right place to go. Um, when I did finally move out and, you know, I didn't start performing until about six years after I started playing. So, you know, it, it took a while to start finding my own groove and being able to learn how to read or just write music and, and create my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was about six years. And then I think I started doing some acoustic solo shows, uh, just around like San Luis Obispo, which is uh, in between San Francisco and Los Angeles. I would do some locally, like where I grew up. And Mm -hmm. then um, I moved to Los Angeles in 2008 and, you know, things started to pick up. And then that's when the Argentina thing kind of started to happen, too. So. uh, So, yeah. That's awesome. Do you like performing live? I love it. Yeah, it's definitely uh, I love just playing music, period. But definitely performing is like a whole other rush experience. And uh, it's just different, you know, and you can't. You got to be on point to take uh, it's it's a different way than recording in a studio. So I definitely love it. It's challenging and yeah, it's exhilarating and and definitely uh I love it, yeah. I yeah. love uh, the the crowd too. You you know, just feeding off the energy from the crowd is such a amazing just beautiful experience, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, live performing. You can't beat it. Can't beat it. Your last performance was March 20th as a band. Yeah. But you've been putting out solo music. So what do you consider yourself, a solo artist or part of a band? I think so. Like right now, I, um, I'm i just a solo musician and um, I do need a new drummer. I'm going to replace my drummer. So I am kind of in search for a new drummer. Um, the band is a unit so you know if uh it's not just my name like jesse grassi with the band but we do usually play my material um but uh yeah so right now just you know the bands also it's difficult to keep everybody on board it's just sometimes it's a little easier to create music by myself and just kind of do all the parts by myself and then you know see if the bandmates even like it and then we can kind of go from there they can change their to you know their parts and add whatever little things they want but um yeah march it was march 13th was the last show so yeah and then like i said lately it's just been um in the studio i just finished recording my third album solo album and it's actually i, I kind of went a different direction than the third ska reggae it actually is a little mm-hmm. more maybe indie pop i think but um just trying to grow and and just make good music i guess or try to make good music yeah you make incredible music you t- you say you started the guitar at 19 but 
I've read that you play multiple instruments. Yeah, I started the guitar. That was the first. And then I play a little bit of piano. I play bass, a little bit of drums, a tiny bit of trumpet. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm, I usually do all the instruments, though, on all my perform or all my. Uh, oh, OK. Well, on Instagram, there's a picture of a little boy playing guitar. Is that you? That is me. Yeah. Okay, so you were interested in it before 19, but you didn't take it serious. Exactly. My, And, you know, one of the things is my dad being, you know, he was such a professional and just an amazing guitar player. He made it look so easy. And so as a kid, you know, I just I was like, oh, I could do that. He makes it look so easy. And then trying to play, you're like, wait a minute, this my fingers don't even do that. So it, it was a a reality check at a young age. And I just, I like intimidated me until I was about 18, 19. I finally, uh, my uncle gave me a guitar. Um, when I moved away from weed, Yeah, uh, he just gave me a guitar and it just kind of clicked, you know, I just having one in the, the closet, it stayed in the closet for about three months. And then I finally got the gumption to try to start cracking it. Once I did, it just, it felt like it came easy and natural, you know? So just, uh, and it was very fun to do. So, I just kept rolling with it. Yeah, that's great. Your first connection that impacted you, your first musical connection that impacted you was Sublime, What I Got. Yeah. yeah. And how did that happen? So I remember um, faking being sick, staying home from school one day. Okay. You know, back, at, back in the day when MTV yeah. used to play music videos, I remember what I got came out on MTV and the video of just the Southern California, you know, just that whole vibe. And the song just blew my mind. You know, I was young. I had no, I was like, what the hell is this? This is amazing. Like, yeah, uh, the video too. So it was just uh, it's an incredible video and song. Exactly. So, I mean, definitely left a huge impression I, I remember writing the song down and just being like i gotta keep i gotta watch you know mtv to see this song again of course there was no youtube or internet even back then so it was like mm-hmm. i just had to wait to see it again on on uh, mtv but uh yeah it's such a great song you know the video too definitely very left a huge imprint in my my head as a young child for sure so i can see the influence on your music you were also influenced by mac dre yeah definitely i i I was surprised at that i uh i had a little kind of hip-hop phase yeah you know i've i've still always done the guitar stuff but i just i love mac dre and i always loved his beats you know the like that bay area style uh that hip-hop music so I had a little phase, but uh, I didn't get into it too crazy. But yeah, I definitely love Mac. I like this cleverness of his writing, you know, the way he, he was able to write his rhymes and stuff. I always felt like uh, I really liked his cleverness, you know. So I, it, I've tried to sometimes use like uh, just the clever, random little things that he was able to use his lyrics to to get his point across. So I'll, I'll try to do that. That's kind of the influence that uh, he really sparked. But yeah, he's... Uh, He's a man. <laughs> so he influences the way you approach writing music. Yeah, he's more on the writing thing. But I definitely, you know, he was uh, his flow, too, is as far as, you know, any type of hip hop stuff that I've done. It's always trying okay. to capture that kind of that affliction, affliction or whatever of the voice. So, yeah, well, that's cool. Well, we're coming up to listen to Mad at Me, 
that you released June 5th of this year. And uh, it's about reckless decisions you have made and how everybody is just mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) But then then the song says, Creative Inspiration by Seven Alfano. Oh, Steve, that was the video. He helped inspire the creative Ah, idea for the video. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, I don't know if you got a chance to see the video, but it's got that old, like, 1920s, 1930s cartoon look, the black and white and stuff like that. So, he had just kind of spurred that idea. So, yeah, I just wanted to give him a little love for for helping out with that little creative process. But, yeah, the the song and, and all the lyrics were just life experiences or just uh you know just saying and doing some immature things and you know just some of the repercussions that go along with that you know yeah it was depicted very well in the uh in the video um including (laughs) i thought it was funny the skeleton and devil in the video yeah yeah yeah. it was funny because as you're drinking more in the video or the character is drinking more the devil and the skeleton get happy and they're totally, right, yeah. and i thought it was really cool and at the end of the video you're knocking on your door and nobody answers right totally yeah exactly, I, thought, yeah. I thought it was really well done yeah i appreciate that yeah it was a fun little video to, to have made and everything so that was definitely uh the, the animator did a really good job too with all the artwork and stuff he knocked it out of the park but yeah it was a real fun little video and and uh, i thought he captured the uh the essence to through that little little short story videos done by db studio yep yeah and he's been a, a guy who i met on fiverr uh about a year a little over a year ago when i started to release uh the album one yeah and uh i met him on fiverr he's from venezuela and we just, you know, my I got the Argentine kind of connection, the South American. So, you know, just the Spanish and uh, we just hit it off. So he's a really cool, talented dude. And he's been my guy pretty much for every animation video that uh, I have. He's done uh, and he's got a really good, broad variety of styles, too. So it's been awesome to uh, yeah, he's really- to be able to find him, you know, and to, to have found him. Yeah, he's very talented. So we're going to spin Mad at Me right now. Beautiful.
the song actually i think that's the song that made me decide to keep you get you on the podcast yeah i appreciate it yeah, yeah it's got a good little melody and um i've got two let's see i got another song coming out um the first week of september no august i'm gonna drop maybe two singles in august and then one last single in uh september i think so august september i should have the completion of album two all the way out done and then i'll start releasing the new material uh like right for the fall so so the full ep yeah. will be released when i'll release the full um no album number two i'm going to call it 218 which is my birthday uh, february 18th but i'm going to call it 218 and i'll release it i think in september okay and then uh yeah, and then the new album I'll start releasing in October. I'll just do singles. I think I'm doing it a little backwards. I'm going singles, and then I'll drop the album. <laughs> but actually, a lot of artists are doing that this year. Yeah, it's a little easier to kind of keep, uh, you know, people don't listen to music like they used to either. So it's a little easier to stay, like, in the people's ears releasing it every month. Because it's like you drop an album now it's tough to just keep hyping up the same album for six months. You know, it's a little different. Yeah, it's a bit, just a bit different, different of a sales cycle. Definitely. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. I thought you were an Aquarian. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, my first uh, single that I dropped is called Aquarius that I dropped in uh, March last year. Yeah. I've listened to it. It's great. Great. Yeah, I appreciate it. And the other videos that you've done were done by a Paul Marino. He did bad yeah. girl and tired of me. Correct. Yeah. But they were full he's, videos. Yeah. And he's uh, he's a little homie who I met uh, on set in production. Uh, he's got the same kind of story. His dad's from Argentina, moved to this country when he was a kid. So similar story. OK. He's about 10 years younger than me, though. So it's kind of nice uh, working with some new, young, fresh legs and fresh blood. So 
uh, they got the fire still. But yeah, he's really talented. He works in the industry as well. And um, yeah, he's done some photo shoots for me as well. And um, we're going to try to do, um, you know, for the album number three, you're going to try to get back and do some more uh, live video stuff, actual videos. So I'm looking forward to it. What I liked about the videos, and it, it could be him or it could be you, but your personality really shone through. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. Yeah, I think uh, I kind of love the cameras. So, you know, it, it feels a little easy. I get a little too uh, excited sometimes. So, yeah, it's uh, it was it was definitely he he was really stoked and impressed, too. He was kind of blown away uh, with just some of the little random things that I did that he ended up using some of the random like random takes in Bad Girl, okay, uh, which was kind of cool. So. So, yeah, actually, the very last scene was like the one where I point back at the camera where i'm running backwards that was like all he was it wasn't what we we would rehearse or anything i just did that on the fly randomly just to mess with them and we ended up using that one it was perfect so it was kind of funny that's good so you collaborated well together yeah no we definitely uh he's a really awesome cool mellow young dude so yeah we got a good little uh creative bond for sure it's been awesome okay great well, the second track that we're going to listen to is K Sara Sara, which dropped July 1st. Uh, a great Cali sound. You have a ska influence in there as well. Uh, DB Studio did the lyric video. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that song? How did it come about? So that song, I just... Let's see. I kind of just was having fun and just thinking like, uh, okay, whatever will be, will be, you know? And, um, I just, it was kind of, it wasn't very, uh, like I didn't go into it with an overall, like, I, like, this is what I'm trying to make. So the lyrics kind of just flowed out. Um, there is a little bit of, uh, I guess deeper meaning, but you know, for the most part, it is just case, like whatever will be, will be. So yeah, just case of Rossara. The video actually, and the video was uh, just me and the homie, like I said, just also wanting to try to change the diversity of our videos, not wanting to stay the same kind of animation or ideas. So I thought the superhero one, and I don't know if you saw the album cover, but there was a the little picture of me as a little kid dressed up like the the actual yeah, superhero yeah, character. So. With the long johns on and. Yeah, so I thought it'd be kind of cool to just have that character like come to life and almost do like a Shazam style, like or whatever, you know, like a comic style, like movie. So yeah, it was uh, kind of different than the the lyrics, you know, but it was just a fun little collaboration with the video and the and the music together. It was fun. I thought it was a cool idea to add to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, case the restaurant, whatever it would be would be. You don't really have to fit into a box with the video, right? Yeah, right. Right. exactly. Yeah, right. exactly. So it, was, it kind of worked perfect. And I was really happy with uh, just the way that he made the video flow with the music and some of the uh, changes in the music. It was uh, I was really impressed and stoked. He did a really good job. Yeah, yeah I did. And so did you. So we're going to listen to K Sarah Sarah right now. Walk 
I love that track, Jesse. That's really good. Really Thank good. You so much, I appreciate it. I, yeah, actually, if I I go back. I think I found you with the song "Bad Boy" or, or "Bad Guy." Bad guy. Yeah, that's what it is. I was thinking about it. I'm going. No, it wasn't because it was the second song that made me decide. Mad at me. I wanted to join the podcast, but the the uh, the bad guy was an incredible release. That you did was that yeah, was that about you, so you as well? Pretty much, yeah. It's kind of same thing. Just uh, you know, thought about just some previous experiences and darker places that I've been, and just uh, okay, uh, you know, just some of the uh, like you just the relationships too. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell us about your local music scene. So obviously, because of COVID, you know, it's been pretty non-existent but actually i think los angeles pasadena everything just opened back up i believe uh, that agora hill agora agora hills canyon club was our last show that we played march 13th 2020 yeah the first show that agora hills uh, just opened back up about three weeks ago yeah foo fighters played there so oh wow um so this 
Yeah, so the scene's starting to open back up. I I need to get a drummer, but I think I'm going to try to start doing some little uh, acoustic uh, open mics or just try to get some little shows doing acoustic just to get uh, get back out there. I'm Jones and big time just seeing uh, people are performing again. So I'm definitely ready. But yeah, it's uh, basically, I think, you know, Hollywood's opening back up and, and a lot of the venues are uh, are are starting to perform again. So yeah, I definitely am ready and need to get back. Uh, need to find a drummer. Mm-hmm. Did your full-time drummer leave the band? We just, um, we were a new band that just got together. So actually our first and like probably our only show was that March 13th show. Just, uh, we just, Fair enough. yeah, exactly. Just, we didn't, uh, we just butt heads a little bit, you know what I mean? So, um, it just creative differences, I think. And, Mm-hmm. Uh, a little ego too you know so it wasn't drummers, a fit you know? it wasn't a fit it wasn't a fit yeah exactly well drummers are hard to find too and that's another thing they really are yeah yeah uh, percussion is my favorite part of the band so i mean me too it's like why, why, why am i playing guitar i got you to be yeah, a drummer yeah i always wanted to play the drums so we had two uh quiet Rules at our house for me to take up drums. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's yep, no that's, way it would have happened. No way. Yeah, it's definitely where you need another room or very nice, like uh, chill parents that are are down to hear somebody beating on the drums all day long. Yeah, hundred percent. My cousin picked it up, and that's what got me interested in it. Not yet. You know what's really cool is my uh, <clears throat> my little brother's got two little nephews, like four and two, and we got them a. Uh, electric drum kit oh really so the electric drums are kind of nice because you know you could turn the volume down but uh mm-hmm. so maybe my nephew will turn into my drummer in like 14 years or something like that <laughs> <laughs> you never know you never know actually there's a lot of a lot of younger artists are joining bands uh, yeah, prior totally. to being uh of age so to speak yeah so what future projects other than the eps coming out two eps this year right yep well i've got the next um yep so two eps will be this year i just plan on keep dropping music every month brand new song and i'm already working on a a new album album four just starting to create you know just starting to make some new songs um and then uh yeah so i've got uh 218, which is the second album that we'll be releasing in September. And then, yeah, I'll start releasing album number three. I don't have a name for it yet. And um, I'm getting it mixed and mastered now, but I'll start releasing that in October. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to hopefully try to get a few more music videos. The goal is to have about four live videos for the 10 songs for the album three and the other six, I'll do an animation. So I do, I would like to try to get a, some more live uh, videos, live music videos. And, for the next, uh, are you going to collaborate with uh, Paul on those? Yep. Most likely it'll be Paul. And then I'll have DB studio doing the animation. Yeah. I think you're right on that choice. Both of them. Both of them. So what platform is the best place to follow you, Jesse? On Instagram. I would have said Ross that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because um, that's where I always get the messages is on Instagram from you. Yeah. Okay. So so we can find you on Instagram and your link tree is on your Instagram, which gives you the fans every place to find your music and download exactly. and all that. 
one-stop shop for all your my down all where it's available all the videos i've done and everything so yeah the link tree will be the one-stop shop and you can find that on my instagram bio yeah it's right there under the three hands <laughs> Beautiful. yeah it's pretty cool pretty cool well thank you so much for joining the podcast and coming on to share your music i love what you're doing i love uh it's incredible upbeat cali i i love it I love it. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It definitely means a lot. So thank you so much. And uh, yeah, this has been amazing. And I so appreciate the support and everything that you've been able to help me, you know, achieve my goals. So thank you so much. Thanks, Justin. I appreciate that. Have a good, Absolutely. Have a good evening. Absolutely. I'll keep in touch. And uh, yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll be releasing new material every month. So be on the lookout and uh, I'll definitely talk to you soon. Yeah. We'll follow you everywhere. So I'll find them. Awesome. Take care, Shay. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon. Have a great one. Well, thank you all for tuning in. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please share this episode with others and post about it on social media. To catch all the latest from The Buzzer and upcoming shows, you can follow us on Instagram at The Buzzroll Media and on Twitter at The Buzzer Indie. Catch at the pod next episode on-air indie from ipad to yours over the airways subscribe feeds at thebuzzerpod.com cheers